Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms, ¿cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. I hope you're having a beautiful day. And even if maybe you don't, um, take a deep breath and remind yourself of your worth and remind yourself that it's okay to not be okay and you have all the right to feel those emotions. And for me, you guys, um, I am working. I have, um, I'm blessed to have my clients who are always available to meet and and there's so many um you know things that I learn from my clients as well and I'm very grateful for them. I just think honestly you guys that whoever it is that you come across to in your life there is a message there. Um I think we're all connected and this should never be eres mejor que yo porque sabes esto. Yo soy mejor que tú. Like BS. Let's not mess with that. There's enough success for everyone. There's no need to be going around and being jealous or if at some point there's people, you know, behaving in that manner towards you, como dicen, que digan misa, right? Like, who cares? Let them say whatever. You do what you have to do to, you know, create amazing, beautiful things in your life. And ni modo. Si les gusta, que les guste. Si no, pues no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm actually helping my son. He's 18 years old. Um, he's so intelligent. He loves animation and like creates videos and he just loves all that stuff. So because obviously all the classes are going to be online and he's starting college, I wanted to do a little bit of, I don't know, of a change, I guess you could say a change in his room. And we painted half of his room a different color. And I, the reason I did that too is just so that he can feel that one corner is, is a different, um, I don't know, energy, a different perspective. Like it's, it's just for school and the other is his gaming and video editing. And obviously there's the bed, right? I have, we have to work with what we have, you guys. Creating a beautiful little corner for our kids that are going to start school. Um, I think it's something you can go to the Dollar Tree. You can probably even, you know, not that you have to do this, but you can paint or per wallpaper. Just something really cute so that your child knows that space is for them. And, you know, I don't know. That's just an idea that I got and, and it worked out. It's really nice. And it helped to declutter that kid's room because hijos de su madre. My kids, right? We say that a lot. Hijos de su madre. But I don't know. Obviously, we're insulting ourselves. But yeah, my son is not so much of the organized um, child I would like. Pero pues he's learning. Um, he tries his best, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it's just me and, and wanting him to be more organized in my way, but I have to respect it, give him his space, but also guide him and continue to help him. This is interesting. I don't know. This is algo que les digo um, to my kids that their room is like their apartment. I say, did you clean your apartment? I don't, I 
typically don't say, did you clean your room? And I say apartment because I say the way you treat your room is the way you're going to treat your apartment or your home. And it's funny because they'll be like, hey, come to my apartment. <laughs> they talk to each other in that way. But I just want to expand themselves, like their mind, just to know that everything that they have is, we they need to take care of it. Um, and also, I wanted to touch base on the school, you guys, because, you know, our kids are going to be um, doing the online school. But I do want to highlight, I saw this video about this teacher and it just really uh, made sense. You know, we are saying that kids are homeschooled. Well, if your child has to sit down in front of, you know, their laptop because their teacher is teaching them, um, that's not considered homeschool. Homeschool is when the parent teaches a child and the parent is the teacher um, for the child. And the the teacher in the video was saying, you know, we do so much, um, we invest so much, so much of our, our money for our kiddos and please do not say that your child is being homeschooled because we are trying our best. You know, you can still say my child still goes to school, has a teacher that is giving it their all, but it's very different from homeschool. And I agree with that. Um, yes, we are participating as obviously as parents, that's just a responsibility that we have to do. You know, I know it's, it's really challenging, but that's just a responsibility. But if the school, um, public schools or private schools are still providing that, you know, support for our kids then they're still attending school, it's just obviously a little different, um, environment for sure. But those are just my updates. I'm almost done cleaning my son's um, room. He's helping me too. He helped me paint. So it's not like I'm doing it by myself. But I want him to feel that change of his life, that new chapter in his life, that he's going to college. And and even if it's here at home, it's just a different um, vibe for him in his room. I don't know. I love change. I love to move things around. And I just felt that, you know, he would probably like that idea of creating a different space for just college in the corner of his room. But other than that, you guys, I hope your kids are doing well. I hope you're well. Um, And today I want to talk about a specific topic. So in today's topic, I'm going to talk to you about dissociation and how that plays a very important role into our lives that has helped us escape many things that really hurt our hearts. Um, And it continues to, you know, creep up these emotions of fear, anger, frustration, or sometimes just numbing. So... Let's get started, and I am going to talk to you about dissociation. All right, vamos a empezar. Um, So, to dissociate, it actually means to disconnect and the lack of continuity between thoughts, memorias, your surroundings, the actions, and identity. Um, 
for example, it's like your mind, right? You take a break in how your mind handles information. It takes a break because if you really think about it, when it comes to um, experiencing a traumatic you know, situation, um, we're on survival mode. And sometimes we don't want to remember the details because it was very hurtful. For example, when I speak to many of my clients, um, I do ask, you know, give me the age, the year, a date specifically. Um, And sometimes they're able to and sometimes they're not. And that's okay. That's okay if they're not. I mean, this has a lot to do with being, you know, dissociated from an experience um, in their life. So it's a dis- it's that disconnection of perception of time as well. You could have gone through a situation in your life and um, you don't remember like what age. You knew you were, let's say, a teenager, but you can't remember what age. Um, so there's like lack of details. But I do want to say this, you guys, that having this dissociation, like esta desconexión, like this disconnection that happens sometimes, um, it's because we are, our mind is trying to protect us. It's pretty much saying, hey, this was a very big deal and I'm going to make sure you don't remember it. But you know what? It's also a superpower. It needed to happen. I mean, not the situation, right? Not the traumatic situation, but the dissociation needed to happen. And the reason I say it's a superpower, you guys, um, because it helped us escape. It helped us escape and not dwell on a situation so much, Um But when you do therapy and you talk about it um, and you bring things back, some people are like, I don't remember. Um, and, And at the moment, it's like, okay, fine. You know, you don't remember, but let's continue to talk. Eventually, if you come, if you, if you come, um, Si te acuerdas, that's what I'm trying to say. If you remember, if you remember the date and time or the age or the year, whatever it is, just let me know when it, when you're ready. When we start talking about a specific, you know, situation in our lives that was very harmful, I want to give you my example. Um, my traumatic experience, and I did actually do an episode on this, you guys. Uh, it was one of the few episodes that I did when I first started this podcast and it had to do with my family and how um, nos asaltaron um, en la Ciudad de México and that for me was the most scariest thing ever. Um, I can talk about it now but I just thinking of Mexico or going to Mexico it just scares me. I mean, I did go to Tijuana after that. And even though I would hear some different things, you know, um, kidnaps and all that, I, I, I would still go because I have family there. But um, I haven't gone lately. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with this as well of my trauma. And um, my way of dissociating with that, um, I don't remember how old I was. I don't remember how old my brother was. I don't remember the year. 
I'm sure if I ask my mom what year she'll tell me. Um, but I don't find the need of asking details at times because I don't want to remember that. And if you want to get more input on that story, um, it's one of the, I don't remember, it was the third, fourth, fifth um, episode that I recorded. But um, I did. I did try my best to escape that moment, those that memory of knowing that, you know, my dad, le pusieron una pistola, like they put a gun in his head. And they just, you know, they nos asaltaron. They took our car. Thank God we weren't hurt. But emotionally, like tra- traumatized-wise, definitely we were. Um, so I'm very cautious about things that I do and where I go. And and I'm always aware of my surroundings um, because I, I feel that part of the lesson in that moment of that experience um, that we went through had a lot to do with, I don't know, I hear my mom saying this, with saying like my dad, you know, he wasn't aware of the situation. Of course, he hadn't been there in years. So he went through a a city in Mexico that was really bad. And obviously seeing the U.S., you know, California plates obviously were like gold for them. So they took our car. Um, But I don't remember many of the, there's things that I do remember, but I don't remember how old I was. I don't remember what month. Like, there's certain small details. I don't remember what I was wearing. Um, So there's these things that, you know, when you go through a situation in your life and, and it's a very beautiful experience, for example, you tend to remember, like, oh, I remember I was wearing my beautiful dress. It was pink. And I remember who was there. It was just awesome. But when it comes to a situation that it was very traumatic or just sad itself, you know, um, we dissociate because we obviously common sense, right? It's a situation, an experience that we just didn't like. So that's very normal, but it was, it was a superpower. I think it's a superpower. Like it was a superpower for me to dissociate because, um, it helped me not to dwell on that experience. And, um, We all have that, you guys. We all have that. But one of the most important things that we have to do is we have to figure out, like, why am I dissociating? Why do I feel like I'm outside of my body? Sometimes people are able to describe it in that manner. Um, But you have to understand, like, what are your triggers? What triggers you when it comes to certain situations in your life? And you're like, wait a minute. I find it that I get triggered when I see a white van. Whenever I see bands, that triggers me because it reminds me of that experience. Why? Because the van, we had a van and it was white. And anytime I see, and then I think of kidnapping and then I think of, because it was narcos in my, it was narcos. Um, well, first they say they were policias, right? But no, they weren't. Um, so my triggers, I'm very cautious of where I go. Um, I have find myself being a little más mediosa. I don't know if I'm saying it right. A little more chicken um, when it comes to going places by myself at night. I'm not anti. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have like social anxiety, but I'm cautious about it. Like I'll still go out 
by myself during the day, but at night, I'm, mm, me la pienso. And I'm not the type that's going to be running by myself in my neighborhood. Me da miedo esa cosa. <laughs> Esas cosas me dan miedo. Um, but those are my triggers. Those are just some of my triggers that I can give you an example of dissociation when there's experiences in our lives that we go through. But it is important to find out what are your triggers. If you're able to understand, okay, these are my triggers because of this, this, and whatever, then you're on a good path because now you, you're very aware of them. If you find it very challenging, though, to figure out what your triggers are, then that's when, you know, therapy definitely um, can help. And it is going to require the right therapist for you, of course, um, to be able to help you with that. And I just say therapist for you because, you know, everyone's different. But also, you guys, the most important thing to, to add to that is to practice being mindful Some of the things that tend to happen whenever we dissociate is that we are stuck, right? We can feel stuck. There, Yes, there's no details. We feel disconnected. There's like, there's a disconnection, like of per, the perception of time, of course. But we sometimes can just feel stuck. And there is, like, we're, we have a challenging time thinking about the future and I'm not saying like in anxiety ways I'm thinking I'm, what I'm giving you is ¿Qué será? Like, ¿qué es lo que voy a hacer en mi vida? like I don't see myself doing something in the future like I feel like I'm stuck like you're just like like this is it I don't know if this is something you guys have said though but sometimes what happens is like is this it Like, what do I have to look forward to in life? Like, sometimes, and obviously dissociation has a lot to do with PTSD and anxiety, depression, and all these other things, right? Other diagnosis, but um, but it's important to, to implement mindfulness. And what is the mindfulness? It's obviously implementing strategies um, and trying your best to be present. It can be from you staring at a tree and looking at the biggest, most beautiful statement that a tree can give you. And this might sound a little corny for some people, but seriously, it's just amazing. I love to stare at trees. I just meditate. I, I don't say meditation, more of grounding, I should say, because um, because I've gone through trauma myself. Meditation is not really... It, it's challenging for me. So for me, grounding is, is the best thing. And staring silently at a tree. I mean, it's just still. It, and, and there's silence. And I'm looking at the leaves. I'm looking at the branches and how, how just, how beautiful it is. Just standing there, sturdy, giving the most beautiful statement and doing what it's meant to be. For, right so that's just one example mindfulness is also remind yourself reminding yourself of your worth telling yourself beautiful things that you are worthy you are loved telling yourself that we can't depend on people to tell us we are worthy people can't we can't hold on to that it's beautiful yes 
But we have to be mindful that we can't be codependent. You have to nurture yourself. You have to believe in yourself. If you're starting a business, right? You want to, like, you've already seen it. I, like, I, I envision things and I'm like, that's what I want and that's what I go for. Y lecho ganas y let's do this. And I do it. And I put myself in a mindful position where I'm just like grateful for the small things that I have and with what I can work. And then it just flows slowly and surely. And it's beautiful. But practice being mindful. There's a lot of mindfulness activities, you guys, that you can actually seek online, um, Pinterest, uh, Google, on YouTube. There's a lot of amazing mindfulness activities um, or strategies that you can implement. And also, if you have a therapist and she can help you implement some of those strategies, he or she can help you implement some of those strategies. And those are some solutions for it. But I do want to emphasize, you guys, that dissociating is a superpower. We can get frustrating. We can get frustrated, I mean. We can get frustrated with why do I continue to feel that my thoughts are taking over and these memories creep up here and there when I get triggered and let me tell you let me give you an example um let's just say um I see a van right the white van and I forgot because I'm dissociating I forgot that that is linked to my trauma And I get nervous and I tell my friends, do not park there. And they're like, why? Because just, just don't, just don't do it. They're like, are you serious? I'm just, and this never happened, but I'm just giving an example. Um, and if they look at me like I'm crazy and they're like, dude, we can just park here. It's just a van. All I can say is probably like, Hey, I know it's just a van, but it just kind of creeps me out. But at the moment I don't realize that the reason I'm doing that is because it's trigger due to my tra traumatic experiences. So there's a lot of things that you could be doing that you forgot why you behave that way, right? I'm trying to remove myself from the white van. I'm trying, I'm in this example, I'm telling my friends, you know, let's not be around this area or don't park next to that white van because it brings me these memories of el asalto, you know, that happened with my family. But one, I, I didn't remember. And two, obviously I'm not going to tell my friends if I did remember, or maybe I did, who knows? Everyone's very different. There's people that don't want to tell people their traumatic experiences, like sexual abuse. There's a lot of shame behind that, right? Because it's just like, you know, why... Or are you embarrassed to say, you know, it wasn't your fault, but many people are still dealing with that healing process. You know, they're still trying to heal and, and be in that space where they have to own it, where they have to say, it wasn't my fault. I was taken advantage of, right? So there's a lot of dissociations that happened and um, it just, it's part of us, you guys. We have the resilience and we also can dissociate, right? So it is something that helps us escape a traumatic experience. And like I said, if, if you are 
if you have never gone to therapy or if anyone from your family has never gone to therapy, I want to tell you that as a therapist and speaking for myself and for many other therapists who also think alike, obviously, and we all should think alike, (laughs) well, not alike, but you know what I mean? Like we have this empathy towards our clients. That's what I'm talking about. I want to tell you that if you have never gone to therapy and you want to heal, give yourself that space whenever you're ready. Do your homework to find out the right therapist for you. Ask questions. It is an investment. It really is. I went to therapy and I appreciate my therapist because... And, and just so you know, I get, I'm going to share this with you, that when I was looking for a therapist, I did want um, someone that could understand my culture. Um, I wanted a female. Um, I didn't want a male. And I wanted a woman of color. That, and I don't care. I was picky. It's my life. <laughs> it was my money. It was... And I became picky with that. And it's okay if you are too. And and definitely, it was very helpful. My therapy um, experience and um, therapists need therapists. I mean, yeah, that's not a little weird. Therapists need to see therapists. Um, and she helped me understand the importance of my values and, you know, dissecting them and and it's just, it's, it's awesome. Never had I gone to therapy, I'll tell you that. But because obviously growing up, you know, ah, es, es terapia, ¿cómo le vamos a ir a decir las cosas a, a personas que no conocen nuestras vidas, you know? O eso es para locos, or eso no ayuda. But then when the problem happens, ¿por qué no vas a terapia? What? Oh my God. <laughs> family, family members can dictate to you, go to therapy when they haven't even gone to therapy. That's hilarious for me sometimes, but they mean well at the end of the day. <laughs> they mean well, but overall, um, I just want to remind you if, or if you didn't even know that dissociating from an experience has a lot to do, um, with the healing and it is, again, I'm going to say it again, it is a superpower, okay? And it, it helps us escape. But if we are escaping too much and we feel stuck and we are not in a good space, you guys, it's important for us to learn how to ask for help, to get out of that gunk, para salir de ese problema poco a poquito. Because once you grab onto a branch of hope and you just, it just kind of branches out to many beautiful things, you guys. It really, really does. Don't give up on yourself. Um, rejection has got protection. I've said this before. Implement solutions at your pace that goes with your lifestyle that you know is needed. Sometimes solutions can be scary. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes solutions can be scary. You know why? Because maybe the solution is the problem. And we have to implement whatever it takes to make that solution shine. Right? 
There's problems in our world. No one escapes it. But there's also amazing ways to solve a problem. In my way of how I see my life, you guys, I think that every problem has so many ways to solve it. But that's when creativity gets kind of blocked. Because of traumas, the dissociation. You know, sometimes we don't even know what date and day it is. In therapy, sometimes I have to say, well, what's the date today? Uh, and sometimes it's happened where it's like, I'll get like two days before, or uh, two days ahead or two days <laughs> behind. But that is just a reflection of like, sometimes we lose that present time. So it is important to remind yourself, you know, um, what day it is, what month, um, and with the time. And sometimes people forget, how old are you? I mean, that's just crazy, right? Sometimes like, wait, how old am I again? <laughs> Why would you forget your age? That goes back to dissociating. There's something happening in your life. And there's only so much examples. I mean, I gave you these examples that I can, but every person has a way of looking at life based on the experiences that they went through in their personal life. So I'm going to leave you with this. What are some things that you find yourself doing that trigger you? Which lead to this dissociation of your life. Thank you so much for listening to me. I want you to know that you are worthy, you are loved, and you are capable of creating beautiful things in your life. Do not forget, my Chicana sisters. You guys are amazing. Son chingonas. Echenle ganas en todo lo que hacen. If you want to create a business, start. Don't wait until this pandemic is over. Because who the heck knows? We don't know when this is going to be over. Do whatever your heart desires. No matter who approves or disapproves. Thank you so much. Les deseo todo lo mejor. Y se cuidan. Adiós. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, an Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adiós.